Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code UNFILTERED for 15% off. And sexual exploitation, gender-based violence has been happening for longer than that, unfortunately. So we need to continue to have these conversations for sure. I guess we need to define what What is sex sex trafficking trafficking and and a lot of people have no idea what that even means. Yeah. Hey guys, it is Monday and welcome to the CatNet Unfiltered podcast. And this is a special podcast because Nat and I started The Common Parent way back when, because when we had teenagers, we felt way over our head and like no one was talking about it. Toddlers and the younger ones, everyone had all the conversations and there was books. So The Common Parent is a community that we created for members where they can go and listen to amazing experts. Now, Because we love our community so much, we wanted to bring over some of the experts so you could hear little snippets of them. We bring you one a Monday, 
If you're in the membership, you know that you get full access to them and you have a whole bunch of library in there. So if you're new here, go check out thecommonparent.com. And if you're not, you're going to take a listen to some of the experts that join us. Um, Really, it is about taking tools for your toolbox, quick hits, because a lot of us don't have time for a lot of books. And all the experts are so amazing that learning something that's actionable that day is like, ah, the best. So uh, this Monday, we hope you enjoy our expert and just sit back. Uh, We know it can be overwhelming. We know it can feel like a lot, but with the experts and the community and us, we all can do this together. Take a listen um, to our next expert right after this break. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient. So you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. This show is sponsored 
by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash catandnat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash catandnat. Julie, yes, this is such an important conversation. I'm actually, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm so ready to receive the information that we're going to get from you today. Could you please tell people who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Um, so I am thrilled to be with the both of you. My name is Julie Newbauer, and I work with Covenant House Toronto. I'm the manager of anti-trafficking services with the agency, and have been doing this work. I was just saying to Sam. For the past seven years, I've been with the agency for 20 years, but I've been doing this work for seven years. It's so <clears throat> interesting because it feels like the world has just woken up today that this is a North American problem. They, you know, it seems feels like it, it was some another world problem. How long has this been? I mean, you've been working for seven years. How long has sex trafficking been a concern in North America? Well, again, I'm 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 so happy to be in front of you and to be in front of your many viewers. I I know the reach that the both of you have, and it astounds me um, that people still are just catching on to this. That they're beginning to swallow the fact that this is happening in York Region and in Durham and in Peel and in Ontario and Kitchener. So again, for as long as I've been doing the work, seven years, it's been happening for seven years, but I'm not a fool. We at Covenant House have been operating for 35 years and sexual exploitation, gender-based violence has been happening for longer than that, unfortunately. So we need to continue to have these conversations for sure. I guess we need to define what, what sex, is sex, sex trafficking, trafficking and, and a lot of people have no idea what that even means. Yeah. And it's not a, it's not an easy crime to, to understand in a, in a, in its most simplistic state. It is when someone is forced to sell sex, sell their body to make money for somebody else. And it happens in a variety of different ways. So uh, when we began this work, we met young women who were primarily within our shelter system. So they were very fragile, very vulnerable, underhoused, um, and were engaging in survival sex. So they were trading their bodies, trading sex for a place to stay, trading sex for safety. Um, and then we began to meet more and more young women who were coming from um, different kinds of backgrounds. Uh, so in terms of the, the demographics that these, it, 
it, it touches a whole host of different people from intact families, young women and young men who are in school, who are in university, who remain still, who are engaged in our shelter systems or child welfare systems. But the the narrowness of the of the young people that it's affecting and the families that it's affecting is 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 like this as opposed to our understanding funneled. Um, so the ways in which it happens is that. Uh, like I said, and sometimes it's survival sex. And so people get into some kind of circumstantial situations where they are forced to sell their bodies for all those things that I mentioned. Um, often we meet young women and predominantly the young women that we meet enter into it um, by virtue of a relationship. And that's the kind of really insidious thing about it is that they believe that they are entering into a romantic relationship with another human being, whether it's a man or a woman, or a friendship relationship where they are... Um, uh, duped, uh, manipulated, uh, and coerced into uh, a relationship, into a divulging trust and engaging in, uh, like I said, a, um, a, for them, it's a real relationship. Um, the people who are trafficking, the predators are, um, are sly um, psychologists so that they read people really well. They're sociopathic in a lot of ways. Um, so that they read people really well to know what their vulnerabilities are. Or through that relationship development, that young person, that young woman tells them about their vulnerabilities. Mm. So if they're meeting them on social media, they may look at posts. They may look at the kinds of things that they're talking about, whether they're having difficulties with their families or whether they're posting pictures of themselves that are very provocative or appear to be seeking some sort of response. And so the response that they're getting often from these traffickers and predators are, holy cow, lady, you're beautiful. Has anyone ever told you this? You really can make some money with this. Um, and then again, depending on um, very, very much like a salesperson, is that they read the, the signs back from that individual and then base their next actions upon what they've been given. So whether it's a, a vulnerability, self-esteem, whether it's they want to make more money, whether they need to have a sense of belonging, whether they're feeling isolated, and then they wrap that back up and feed it back to them, and that's how the relationship begins. I guess on a really big scale right now, which is really prominent, is the Jeffrey Epstein story of all these women who were brought in and like the pres, like, you know, ex-presidents mm -hmm. and famous people were accessing these young girls. And yeah. that was something that was made okay. And I feel like these conversations, people are thinking that it's, you know, it couldn't happen to yeah. me type syndrome because um, I, you know, I'm, my kids would never. Yep. <clears throat> is that... um. And they also think like, I think, well, you can let us know, but you know, when I look at my family, I, I'm like, um, uh, you know, they're, they, she, they have a house They my kids have, my daughter has all the money that, that she would need and all of that. Could she still be a target? I, I, I absolutely. I, I, uh, and, and that is the, that's the thing. That's the scary piece about this is that it's, that these traffickers look for vulnerabilities. We all have vulnerabilities in our lives. So it's not about money. It's not about the roof above our heads, about there's something that's lacking in some of us and some of individuals who the predators would then find that little niche and be able to, to parlay that into something bigger. Um, as I said to you, that we've met young women who have come, who are in, fully enrolled, successful individuals at, at universities in Toronto who were poised to, to do certain things. We're engaged in community activities, um, you know, girl guides and, and other kinds of places like that. 
Um, and some of those young women engaged in the work by choice initially, that they were uh, approached and thought that they could make some money um, and that it wasn't that big of a thing to do this activity or that activity, be able to earn some money. Like sugar and baby a, kind of thing. Precisely, precisely. And so it becomes a slippery slope where um, one of two things or one of many things can happen, but one is that they get up to their eyeballs and Epstein-like alligators and um, trying to get out, the money's good, trying to come clean with a family member to say, this is what I've been doing, or meeting other or more nefarious individuals who um, make it very quickly apparent that they can't get out. So they have images of them, they have video of them, they know about them, and they, they're that kind of uh, blackmailing coercion about you you know, try and get out. I'm going to go back. I know your mom, you've told me all this information. What would they say if they know that you were doing this right. kind of work? Right. I, I think we have to make a distinction because I think that um, there's also a Facebook trend of people going out and stealing children to enter them into the sex trafficking rings versus this grooming type behavior mm -hmm. that is underneath your house and you might not even know about. It, yeah. can, it, is there like obviously two distinctions or is it two sides to worry about? You know, you know, the trends I'm talking about of these I do. of yep. Walmart and they're following me and they're going to steal me. I'm super glad that you brought that up because when I see those on Facebook around, you know, the, uh, if you see this on your door handle, run away, call the cops, this is a ring. We have met 300 young women and talked to many, many more. And that has never been a narrative that they have told us about how they've entered into sex work or in, or have been exploited. I'm not saying that, I mean, my team has a saying is that you can't make this bleep up. So people are wonderful and people are crappy. So things do happen. So I'm not saying that those things don't happen, but that's not been our experience. The ways in which the young people that we have worked with are engaged in, in sexual exploitation is with people that they have a pre-existing relationship with. It's really so an that, important like I, distinction. I think exactly. that's a very important distinction yeah. that you're making right there. Right. So they, so the 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 takens and the abductions and the Liam Neesums, no one's putting chloroform rags over people's faces. These young women and young men are engaging with these other human beings at the malls, you know, pre-COVID, uh, on their Facebook, on their Tinder, on their Snapchats, on their Instagram accounts, and they are engaging and building that trusting relationship. It would be so much. I mean, not easier, but if it were an ogre that we could say it's that that a mass out there that, that doesn't have a face. But these are faces that these individuals know. And that's what makes it so difficult as parents or as caregivers to help our young people assess the risk. Right. That's that that thing. I, I, I believe that some of your viewers had questions around, like, how do we protect our children? How do yeah. we. Right. And, and I heard that in one of your questions that, you know, can this happen to my daughter? It's, it'd be nice if our, our parenting came with a guide when they popped out of our bodies, but they don't. So we kind of make this up as we go along. And I think that's the value of your presence in social media is, is, is we're, we're fuddling this around. Um, but the biggest tool in our toolkit that I find as a parent and I've found with talking with other parents is communication. We did an Ipsos Read research study last year and talked with parents of survivors. We talked to survivors themselves. Um, and one of the biggest things that they said was, had they known what sex trafficking was, had they had the language about what was happening to them, and if had they 
not been worried about the shame or blame that their parents or their caregivers they felt would be having towards them with these disclosures, they might have stopped it sooner or been able to exit or not gotten involved at all. So the biggest tool in our toolkit is this and then their ears. Is, and, and it's about whether it's sex trafficking or uh, drug and alcohol use, uh, wearing a seatbelt, protecting yourselves in COVID. I mean, we've got plans for how to get out of our houses if there's a fire. We've got plans that if you go to Canada's Wonderland, where do you go if you get lost? Why shouldn't we have a plan about the first time that someone offers you a joint? Or if you're online and someone says, holy Hannah banana, you're one hot mama, how do you negotiate those kinds of conversations? The difficulty, I think, is that they're uncomfortable. So as parents and caregivers, we have to acknowledge our own kind of baggage around the issue around sex and sexuality. And if we're not comfortable, recognize what our limitations are, tap out and find somebody else to have those conversations. Find reliable, um, trustworthy sources of information. So one of the, the things that we've done at Covenant House is we have a, um, a website called Traffic Stop that's for caregivers, uh, parents, school teachers, uh, other service industry uh, folks, and it outlines the, the myths, what to do if you feel that your child is being lured or groomed. How do you have those conversations? So I would say that Covenant House, we've been at this for quite some time. We, we know what we're doing, but there's other people, other organizations out there. So it's not your Facebook buddy. It's not, um, uh, it, it's, it's a, finding a reliable source that you have that information to be, have that conversation with the young person. Um, I guess online yes. has caused so many, you know, challenges and, you know, we kind of come from a place where banning it uh, just sometimes leads them to want it more. And yeah. um, wh what are your thoughts on, you know, social media access? And I guess, again, it comes down to the conversation, like you just said, of yeah. what comments people look for or what, um, like, what would the red flags be if you are like, you know what, I'm seeing maybe we have a problem here. Um, is there anything parents can look for that that isn't just teenage behavior of, you know, isolating themselves? Right on. Um, I, I, we live in a really unique time where uh, access to information uh, of a highly sexualized nature is prevalent and 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 at a, at a touch of a button. So don't be afraid. I'll say at the front end, don't be afraid to be involved in what your children are watching. Like if we pay for their phones, we should have a right and a responsibility to, to know what they're looking. I mean, I joined TikTok to pay attention to what my children were being exposed to. Yeah. Uh, we live in an age where on, you know, TikTok, for example, Cardi B and, and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP is a big deal right now. And I'm not slamming them, but I'm saying that that's what our kids are exposed to. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so we, we know that. So we have to be able to have those conversations. So you're talking specifically about what to watch out for. So you, we know our children. So we know when they are, you know, you know, Patrick doesn't look well. I think he's running a fever. And then lo and behold, the next day he shows up with strep. We know our babies. Yep. We know when things are amiss. Um, if they are arriving home with belongings that we did not purchase, if they are talking with people who aren't normally part of their circle, so they're not at school, they're not in our neighborhood, did they meet them online? Um, has their behavior changed? Are they becoming more secret? And again, it's that balance between when they're entering into tweendom, into, you know, young adulthood, 
that's the hard wire for them is that they're, you know, getting ready to leave our nest. And so they are naturally in, in healthy ways trying to create that distance from us. But again, we're going to know when it's, when it's off. One of the things I, I firmly believe in is our sixth sense, our reptilian brain and our belly. We know in our tummies when things are not right. And that's another thing with our children. I teach my children to trust their gut. And they've had to follow me in some of my gut decisions like, oh, God, mom's doing another one. But it, it pans out, right? Um, if they are using substances in ways that's, again, outside their, their, their norm, do they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend that they are afraid to bring home or introduce or talk about? Um, are they being picked up in front of the family home by people that you do not know? Are they going to parties with people that they don't know? Um, and again, it's, it's it, those kind of really overt things, but it's, it's a lot of the, the, the belly test, the belly How check. How do you intervene if, you know, that is something that you're concerned about without alienating them further and pushing them out? Like, where's the balance to, for when they are, they, they don't know they need help, but they need help, you know, like wh how are we intervening there? <sighs> it's, it, it's always about the prevention. I mean, so you, you never hope that you get to that moment of the, the sugars hit the fan. So having those conversations when they're, you know, three, four, five, seven, eight about, we always say, if there's anything that's going on, kiddo, you can always come to me no matter what. Is that true? right? Like what's your approachability? How do you fail in front of your children? How does your family muck up and then pick themselves back up? So if they have a moment where they know that they've put a ding in your car or have made contact with someone online, do they, is it really safe for them to come and talk to you about that? So right. I would say preventively before things really begin, that's a good starting point. And then you it's know, the, right. Julie, oh, sorry. I, I no, I just think like for something and I don't know if this is what uh, other parents can do but what we do in our house is if they're honest I'm just like thank you for being honest next we don't we don't get in trouble for the honesty um so it's really thank you for being honest and then we move on you know I really yeah. appreciate you doing that and I think for a lot of parents practicing the honesty you know and not getting mad even though they might have stolen something or they might have yep. you know done they're gonna mess up so sometimes appreciating their honesty is um, is a, a tool that you can maybe implement as a parent. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and are we, me, <laughs> perfect? Um, absolutely not. So again, going back and that, that's a, that's a, a great foundation for any, any caregiver for sure. But if you like, again, whether you find a, uh, you find a joint in their backpack or you find an empty Mickey somewhere or whatever it happens to be, it's about approaching them and saying, this is what I, and, and again, I'm not an expert. I've got two kids. I've been doing this work, but this is, you know, would be my approach is, um, is this is what I believe is happening. This is what I know to be a fact. So, the, you know, not myth and not alarmist. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. My apologies if I'm way off base, but I want to be able to open this conversation with you. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com We hope you um, truly enjoyed listening to that expert because that's what it's all about is bringing you guys information quickly and easily so you don't feel overwhelmed because gosh, this parenting journey can feel so lonely and so overwhelming. If you are interested in knowing more about The Common Parent, head to thecommonparent.com. It is just full of amazing, useful, easy information to make you feel a little bit more in control and actually help your relationship with your teen or tween. And to be honest with you, it goes across like all of our relationships because relationships are relationships are relationships. And couldn't we all use a little little bit of help in that area? Um, We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you go to thecommonparent.com. And again, thank you guys for joining us. Um, Wherever you may be, we hope you have a beautiful, wonderful day or night. 